Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. All righty, here we go. Virginia is back from Nall Hands and Mardi Gras. Yeah. You uh, had anything uh, crazier than normal happen, or is it just watching floats, getting beads, and drinking lots of booze and eating your face off? I'm looking back at all my pictures because I want to make sure I don't forget anything. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah, that happened. My sister did an amazing keg stand. I was showing Jaber. Okay. <laughs> that was fun. Uh... I did my costume. Remember I told you I was going to be making my costume? Titty coffee. Did I rem- I thought about it five times over the weekend, of course. <laughs> I've got video of me uh, dispensing lots and lots of titty coffee in the French Quarter. Well, don't show me. Show the good people oh, on I the will. screen. I'm going to put a video together of people just taking the titty coffee down. Ooh, she's hot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> It was so fun. We just mm-hmm. had a great, great time. The weather was phenomenal. It was so perfect. What the was weather. the uh, temperature? Lows in the 50s, highs in the 70s. It okay. Was perfect. Sunny, beautiful. Oh, that is nice. Oh, it was so ideal. Yeah. Summer's getting a little bit hotter. I saw that uh, next week here in South Florida, we are going to be, I think, in the high 80s. Wow, that was quick. Mm. Yeah. Because we were going through a nice run where the March, April was was giving was us some pleasant. beautiful, yeah. pleasant weather from the gods. Yeah. Yes. Summer temperatures are going to start sneaking in already. Getting there. I was riding home yesterday, and oh, and I was on I-10. I saw something crazy. So it was pretty significant traffic. You know, you had to really be aware. So I kind of, you know, was... Using the left lane to pass people, I like to go about 79 and a 70. That's my thing. And this lady passed me on a motorcycle, but it was like one of those thick motorcycles. I want to say it was like a Honda, but it was a thick, fat boy. You know what I'm okay. talking about? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It was a red motorcycle. She had on a black helmet, long brown ponytail, jeans, black boots. Like I noticed everything about her because I was like, oh, you get it, girl. Go ahead. She passed me, and she was maybe about 15 car lengths in front of me. And I don't know what happened up there in front of me. Somebody must have clipped her or something. Oh, no. All I saw was off to the shoulder on the right, the motorcycle just flipping and flipping and flipping and flipping and her flipping off. And so, like, ah! 
start, we immediately pull over, call 911, like tell them exactly where we are. And because I had the kids with me, I wasn't going to get out and try to like help or something. There was other people stopping to help. But we called 911 and then, you know, kept along our way. But it was crazy because I noticed this chick and I was like, wow, okay, she's badass. And then not even 10 minutes later, her motorcycle's flying through the air, flipping end over end. That's that's really tough to see something like that in traffic. Yeah. Go down. Yeah, it's it's very jarring. Very jarring. And it just makes me think, man, I don't know if the motorcycle life is for me because even if you are doing everything right mm-hmm. and you are the best motorcycle driver ever, people get they do stupid things on the road. Somebody could just clip you because they're not even looking or don't even care. The person who hit her might even not know they hit her. I was on uh, the corner of military and 45th chilling at a red light and some it went down with a motorcycle and I saw the person get hit off of their motorcycle. It stays with you, man. It, it's a it, it, it sucks. Uh, I've got four friends, all of them that had the motorcycle. Every one of them's been in a every single one of them's been in a motorcycle accident. Really, every single you one. You know, of them. four motorcycle guys, and yep. all of them have been in a wreck. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's I'm not. Crazy. That, that's not a, a knock on the motorcycle community because I think no, it's it, just the truth. It's a way of life, and I, I think it's awesome. I, I I would love to drive a motorcycle, but I think you get some people that are newbies, and my guys were newbies, mm-hmm. and they yeah. Everybody starts as a newbie. I got one friend who's been in two motorcycle accidents. Damn. Like, ah, you, you sure motor, motorcycle life's for you, dog? We're going to get you a minivan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, need, you need protection. I get why it's. I get why people love it. I get it. I do, too. Look, I had a moped when I was in college, and it was fun. It was great. But I never went over, like, 15 miles an hour. When you're on... I-10, and you're going, everybody's, she passed me, and I was going 79, Mm -hmm. so she had to be going like 85 miles an hour when she flipped end over end. Wow, that's insane. F that. Yeah, it's, I I get the attraction, but man, it is, it's scary. Just, you're right, how many people do have accidents, and you know, a lot of times it's the other terrible drivers. Right, it's not the motorcycle person no. that messes up, it's the people around the motorcycle it, person. Exactly. If I make it to 50, and Lord knows it's it's a long shot, I'm getting a hug. <laughs> We're going to get you a bicycle. You can get one of those bicycles <laughs> that have a little motor on it, <laughs> or you can truck. Yeah, I tell you, I see those things all over the place. It's a thing. They, they've got thick tires, and they're... A lot of them are riding them down sidewalks, <laughs> and you're, it looks like they're going a good 20 to 30 miles an hour. Some of them are trucking. Yeah, I think they soup them up, and they make them go a little farther. Oh, man, I'd bust my dick on that thing. Rocco just got a go-kart. We should play on that thing. I love go-karts. It's such a peaceful thing to do. Drive drive through a neighborhood. The sun's going down. My neighbor and one of my best friends got golf carts. Yeah. And they're, they're in a regular neighborhood. We don't, I don't live no. I'm, I'm, I don't live that bougie lifestyle. I know golf course. They just. I'm seeing a lot of people do it now mm-hmm. in, in regular neighborhoods. It's fun. Yeah. What kind of golf cart? Or it's I mean, a no, no, go, go kart. kart. Yeah. Go, oh, go kart. Not golf cart. Go kart. It's electric, and it's made by the same company that makes. Uh, what's those? Those scooters that everybody stood on. 
The bird? Bird uh, scooters? No, the original Razor? one. The Razor? The Razor scooters. The, the one that uh, the president fell off of. Remember? Segway. 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 Yeah. yeah. The company that makes Segway makes this electric go-kart. And the back of it is a Segway, and the front of it is the go-kart. And it's really badass. Our, our rich friend gave it to Rocco as oh, a wow. gift. Okay. It's like a $4,000 go-kart. Yeah, they are a lot of fun, man. I they You got to watch that. They can be dangerous. I was on one one time. They had... It was uh, right down there on the West Palm Beach waterfront and uh, hopped in with my buddy Dennis and flipped that thing like crazy. I had a roll bar on it, but he had his hand. He was holding on to the thing and, yeah, jacked up. I think broke his wrist. What would be more fun, a souped-up go-kart, souped-up golf cart? What would be better? They're both pretty awesome. You can fit more people on a golf cart, so I think it's more of a party. If you're more social and party, Mm -hmm. but if you're about speed, those go-karts get up to like 20 miles an hour. And you know they can go faster too. You know some take mecha- off the mechanical, yeah. yeah, some mechanical <laughs> yeah. wizard. I did see that uh, there is a bill going through the Florida House that will up the age to drive a golf cart. I know we talked about that. The speed limit on you know could you drive a golf cart like say on Belvedere in West Palm Beach, where at some places the speed limit's forty five miles an hour. And I think it's got to be twenty five miles per hour. Uh, is the speed limit on where you can actually drive a golf cart on the road. And right now, anybody 14 or older can drive them, but they want to uh, raise the age to 16. And they say if the bill's adopted, it would take effect on July 1st. Well, only because they are becoming more prevalent. I'm seeing a bunch of golf carts, more than I've ever seen ever in my life. And they are. They're on military trail now. It's becoming a thing. I'm seeing them more on busy roads. I was in Boca yesterday, and there was a dude didn't have a license plate or anything. He was just driving his golf cart, and it was, you know, it was one of those high traffic roads. Uh, You know, I would say the speed limit's probably forty five to fifty miles an hour. Yeah, my road. My neighbor took me around the peaceful neighborhood, and I loved it. And then he made a quick right on Military Trail, (laughs) and I instantly felt my butthole pucker up. And it wasn't yeah. as relaxing because you're right, right. Everything's speeding by. <laughs> yeah. I just don't feel like that uh, should be happening. So I think they're starting to finally uh, look into it. Uh, let me see. We got a bunch of emails to get here to today. Uh, Jeff sent us one about uh, weed storage. He said a uh, little insider tip on storing your weed. Cause we we're talking, I think yesterday about, you know, can you freeze your weed and then unthaw it? And it'll be just as good. He said, I would recommend a Mason jar that has a good seal, paint it black and put your stash in it and leave it in the fridge. He said the biggest culprits in affecting the life of marijuana are light air and touch. So as little as you can keep these factors minimized, the longer your weed will last and maintain its potency. What's the shelf life of a bud? We talked about this yesterday. Uh, me and Denny's think, you know, weed, the potency sticks around for a while, at least according to me and Denny's. But I think everyone's going to, that email is completely right. The longer you're able to do that, the better it's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea about putting it in the fridge as well. Yep. And he said, a side note for Kev, who's uh, dabbling in the world, if you're up for it, try the oral spray. It looks like a big breath spray dispenser. You get your right dosage down, and then the oral spray has been a life changer for me and my migraines, uh, which I have from a severe brain injury. He said, this will give you a nice, chill feel like your first glass of wine once you get your dosage down. Look at that. Yeah. 
I love those uh, suggestions. Good notes. Just telling the queen yesterday. I'm like, I think this is, uh, this is my path. I think going down there is that's where I need to be. So I love it. It's helping out with the sleep. Oh, no, why don't you dare close your eyes? Yeah. <laughs> don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> mm-hmm. If uh, you want to get some good food, Barry is doubling down on the Love Bird Eats that uh, we had seen. Somebody sent us a photo of this chicken joint in Lakeland. And he said, you were talking about on the after the show, my daughter Tatum and uh, her boy Corey live in Lakeland. And they have eaten here several times. And they swear it is the best chicken sandwich they've ever had. Wow. Blows away every competitor that's out there. She said, usually the line is about 30 minutes out the door. Love bird chicken. People keep, at first I thought it was a sex store. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which that could work too. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I already put that on my list. So next time I'm in Lakeland, visiting the inn, I'm going to pop by and get the Ooh, chicken sandwich. Okay. Lakeland's a place I never get over, ever. Lakeland is really cool. They have got a nice downtown area, or at least a square. It's a beautiful park kind of thing with the big old kind of like banyan trees. Ooh. And then they've just got some cool bars and restaurants that are very, you know, chill and, and, uh, and awesome. So right in that kind of square area in down, downtown Lakeland. So it's a nice cool little small town hey jaybird i love bud chicken and seafood from their crinkled french fries to their corn fritters to their fried chicken their fried shrimp and all of their sandwiches bud chicken and seafood they do it right i was raised on this food my family loves it my friends love it people from port st Lucie drive down to bud chicken and seafood to get their food that's how great it is people from the southern counties do the same Hit up their website, BudChicken.com. You now can deliver BudChicken.com. Give them a try. You'll love them. Also, uh, Janice wanted to uh, let you know about Combo's Buffalo Blue Cheese Baked Pretzel. She said they are fire. I've had those before. They are good. I'm a big Combo's fan. I think they do very good. I haven't had those. They do good stuff. Where do they have those? I don't see those. They got them at my liquor store. Really? I'll I'll probably be there today. (laughs) I'll I'll grab you Let's be honest. (laughs) I'll grab you I'm probably there every day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm there every day. I really need to fucking sit down and have a... I'm in there more than I'm in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) They do know me by name, but... uh, <laughs> no, they're good. The, the, the combos, I, I I love combos. I've never had buffalo blue cheese, and I think that is such a nice combo. A pretzel dipped in blue cheese dip is delicious. Combos regularly come up on my road trip snacks. I I love them on a road trip. I think they are they they hit the spot nice. They pair great with a Mountain Dew or a grape Welch's. Okay, or whatever your poison is. Mm-hmm. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. I, 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 are you guys tea people? Am I driving or am I passengering? Well, if you're doing a road trip, you know you're not driving. You yeah. know you're in the back. Raising, raising cane. I love to hang out in the back and drink my weight. <laughs> and listen to TikTok on the most loudest level. Let <laughs> <laughs> uh, me see. Got an email here from Alexis, and he said, Hey, Kev, heard of the ATS today. I love your airport story, but a quick warning. I was talking about how um, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll just take a little shot bottles of the uh, vodka, and then I'll just get a buy at uh, one of the little sandwich shops or where they sell magazines or whatnot, and then just throw your uh, 
coyly put your uh, vodka in there and then it mixes well and you got yourself a drink. He said, uh, Alexis said, it is a federal offense to bring alcohol to the airport. Buying it there is okay, but you can't even bring it on the plane. I don't think. You're not supposed to bring your own onto the plane. Yes, that's the rules. Mm -hmm. But... Just don't be flashing it. You're not supposed to bring it to the airport, it sounds like. As soon as you bring it on the premises, they could tase your ass for breaking. Ah, they haven't got me yet. Mm-hmm. That's what they said. Do you know who said that? Billy the Kid. Know what happened to him? Still ticking, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen the amount of smuggling I did at Mardi Gras. In and out. All the places I smugged in and I smugged out. Nobody, no one ever said you didn't have game. No one ever said that. I'm just saying. I snuck up. I snuck us up on the nicest balconies, unpaid. Nobody mm. bats a thousand, kid. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, it is uh, illegal. But again, yeah, you gotta you gotta be stealth with it. It's something you shouldn't do. In fact, I guess like places like Southwest, they've had a reminder to their pre-flight announcements that reiterates the illegality of consuming your own alcohol on board an aircraft. So go in the bathroom and pour mm. it in your cup. Don't be flashy. Don't think that this is the kind of thing that you want to brag to your buddies and right. your seatmates yeah. that you got away with. Just shut the hell you up. Look, yeah. handle, it. handle it how you handle it when, when they, they blocked you from going into Hooters with your big witch's mug full of whatever the it fuck you were beer. drinking. It was beer. It was the biggest. Like I a, chugged about... 32 ounces of beer. <laughs> well, he, goes, he, goes, he, was, he couldn't believe it. He goes, lady, what are you doing? You can't bring that in here. And she's like, oh, hey, bird, I can't bring this in here. Go, 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 And then she took the, the, beer, the beer glass and put it in her purse. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good glass. And then we rocked Hooters. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> it says that uh, travelers may take up to five liters of alcohol with alcohol content between 24 to 70% per person as checked luggage. If it's packaged in a sealable bottle or flask. And uh, they are saying, though, that, you know, you can carry on as much as 3.4 ounce bottles of liquid. And there's no limit on how many bottles you can take on. That's kind of how I, you know, right. in there. do mini bottles and disperse them evenly around your bag and don't have them all in one concentrated area. So they come up on the X-ray. Mm-hmm. So if put it put if you got alcohol, put it in your what your per plus Bottle, your shampoo bottle? No, it's gross. Well, no, you, you empty it out, obviously. No, I just leave them right in the little mini bottles they come in at the yeah. liquor store. Yeah. You hard, dog. Get your fireball. Make sure you're going to get that trick fireball. Get the real fireball that's 30-something percent alcohol, not that fake fireball. There's a major difference. I had a real fireball over the weekend, and I had the fake-ass fireball. And that fake-ass fireball, duh. Instant stomach ache, Kevin. It's not good, and it's not fair, and I hope those people win their class action lawsuit against fireball <laughs> yeah i don't think they're gonna win it it's tricky you don't no i i, I think that uh, they're gonna wind up losing it they yeah, made it the packaging identical yeah. and they don't say anything on there about oh we changed it yeah it's that's there, that's not a, fair there's an air of deception and that's what the ftc is all about if there is an air of any kind of deception they're like nah oh so you mean fireball is not gonna win yeah Good. Got, yeah, all right. we're on that side. Mm-hmm. That's the side that we're on because yeah. we like truth in our booze. Yeah, I think they have to change it and get more specific with what they got there. Uh, got an email here from Steve, who said, uh, "Come on, Kev, 
Uh, if I go to Disney World, which is technically private property, am I supposed to get everyone's permission to film them? This is America, damn it. Uh, we were talking yesterday about uh, the kind of the unspoken rules of filming people in public. And uh, I think a majority of people said, yeah, it's, it's not a problem. Uh, but I think that there was some awareness about, you know, respecting people's privacy to some extent just because they are in public. And I think what we had actually talked about was, yeah, if it's a shared experience with everybody in public, go ahead and post away. Jay Bird had brought up a specific story of the guy that had his deceased wife's photo at the dinner table at a restaurant. Aww. And somebody, you know, came in and took photos and posted that video up. And then it went viral. And then the old guy's getting all this attention. And he didn't know about it. Yeah, They're just filming them. That's know? where we're like, I mean, yeah, it, it's still legal. But if you want to be ultimately cool, you would probably go, hey, you know, I, I, I'm very touched by your dinner and can i post this video yeah you have a right to mm-hmm. to, to film that old guy and i also have the right to call you a fuck face for yeah. doing it so <laughs> That's i mean it. And, yeah. and the world goes on on any given day i can be a fuck face mm-hmm. but you see what i'm saying totally the, the old guy he, he just he's just trying to have a moment and i yeah and i half the comments where people were going look man if you, if you want to have a private moment then eat dinner at your house all right, fuck face. That's the fuck <laughs> face I'm talking about. Yeah. That's a very fuck facey and, thing. Yeah, technically you're right, but you're yeah. also a, f- you're a right you're fuck, fuck face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He says the First Amendment allows for freedom of the press and anyone with a camera is the press. There is no expectation of privacy in public. Full stop. This is the First Amendment. Our Constitution is the only thing that separates America from any other country. There are many First Amendment auditors on YouTube. They go into post offices and city halls and libraries, and uh, people freak out. They call 911, which is the emergency call, and they mistakenly think that you need their permission, so they misuse police resources because of their, quote, feelings. Yes, they're very likable. Yeah, please make this clear to your listeners. Public photography is not a crime. If you want privacy, you have to create the privacy like celebrities who wear hats, sunglasses, COVID masks, et cetera. I hear what you're Okay, you're right. I, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is old guy, dead wife, 
Don't be a fuck face. Technically, yes. You can yeah. film all up in yeah. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Legally, you can. We've uh, talked a good bit about uh, artificial intelligence as well. Even yesterday on the show, they were saying that a lot of companies believe in the next 10 years that they will have a, a what was it called? A human, I don't know, computer or something like that. It had some certain name to it, but it is basically taking artificial intelligence and then you put a digital face to it. And they believe that at least one of the employees or they'll remove an employee who's a physical person to replace them with this computer worker. And uh, engineer Keith has his thoughts on the AI revolution, because with the chat GPT, there is a lot of conversations about all you can do with that. And he said, I think the true inflection point is when we as a species reach artificial general intelligence, AGI. And he said, until we reach that, the AI tools that we're hearing about will lower the technical bar for people to compete for higher skilled jobs and allow high skill workers to output more, better quality work. Lowering the bar for more people to participate in high skill work is not necessarily bad from what we're hearing about low skill work. It sounds like we're ready as a society to transition more people to AI assisted high skill work. And that's fine by me. That was the people who can tell the chat GPT to write a dissertation on nuclear vision and it'll, you know, crank something out for the, you. The, hu- the human's still making the computer. It's bitch. Mm-hmm. It's not the other way around. Yes. Where all, the, all of a sudden, no, Virginia, I'm doing the dirt of the day. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so engineer key says, once we reach AGI, it's going to be scary. That's when artificial intelligence is as smart as a human. It's scary because at this inflection point, a very basic AGI is going to be able to conduct its own research or draw on existing research so it can improve its own capability. And it's going to continue to try to get better. And he said, we're probably going to hit that in about five to 10 years. And then once we hit that, there's a couple options. AGI will treat humans like pets and want to take care of us. We'll merge with AGI. So we'll be AGI human hybrids, kind of like the movie Transcendence. I've. Yeah. Or it could be something bad, kind of like, you know, the Matrix or Terminator or War Games. I kind of feel like I've been saying this. Yeah, so that's kind of where we are, and that seems to be the timetable for, according to Engineer Keith. So I could start to b- b- think Engineer Keith is part robot. <laughs> might, be, might be. I think he's got an agenda. Yeah. And we, we kind of got into it because Denny's was going on a rant about the terrible service that uh, he was having issues with one particular Domino's pizza franchise, <laughs> for not Jesus. sending him a pizza. We got so many hate emails about Domino's. Well, it just it, it seemed like at least this one franchise had uh, was dropping the ball and jerking Denny's around, and it was just it was terrible customer service that was going on. Um, and then we were just talking about you know what about other places? So we do know it is a struggle. A lot of these businesses are trying to hire good employees, but it's hard to get them to do that. And then you know we just talked about Chick Fil A. It seems like they somehow have cracked the code. Uh, so you know, but Engineer Key said you know hey if. Chick-fil-A can do it. I don't see why Domino's can't. It's just pretty much piss-poor management. And I wonder what the issue is. Yeah. I, I, people, were, people were sending messages about their shittiest customer service experience. And I got so many comments. It's, hap- about yeah, it's happening it. a lot, yeah. So I don't know. If you start doing a computerized human face, is that going to start taking people's jobs at fast food restaurants? I think that we are heading towards an area where – you humans and robots are going to be so 
interacting with one another where it it's gonna it's going to end up being people are going to be married to robots and, and have a relationship with robots. It's going to get to that level. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna we're gonna get to a point where robots will shut down and it's just gonna be like we've talked about before. <laughs> Would you love Panda if you found out he was a robot? Would you love the queen? It'd be weird. People are gonna end up loving robots like they loved humans. Yeah. I'm telling you, the more realistic mm. they become, you're a person that's been in your life for 14 years that's a robot that comes off like a human and you can't tell that it's not a robot robot then dies, you're gonna have devastation in that family. So mm. freaky. It's freaky. Yeah, it's it's man, I'm telling you, the back end of our lives is gonna be so weird. <laughs> it really is. Uh, Michael had uh, asked, have you seen the trailer for the new movie 65? It's an interesting concept that triggers some thoughts. One of those is if there was an advanced society millions of years ago in another galaxy that visited Earth during the dinosaur era, what would they think about Earth? We may be on a galactic no-fly list because they assume Earth is just a planet with insane giant creatures that'll fuck you up. As you probably know, when we see lights from galaxies and planets in the sky, we're seeing those places, how they looked in the past. Like if you're 15 million light years away, that's seeing what happened there 15 million years ago. So you think about looking at Earth from other places. You know, if you're 2,000 light years away, you're seeing Christ hanging on a cross, if you believe the story. Even World War II, so interesting concept. Cool theory. Um, I love hearing people's theories. Virginia, wake up. Look up. <laughs> Kardashians. <laughs> Where? I love it. I, I, I love hearing what people think. Where we come from, what happens when we die. I, I, everyone's got a different point of view. Yeah. And no one, no one knows for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think you'd be happy to experiment and find out what it feels like to sleep with a robot. More of an alien. I would get down with an alien. Yeah. I think at this point in my life, if they want to experiment and they take me up and for, for if I could come back and tell my story, I, I would sign a paper right now and say, beam me up. If I could come back. What tell, if your experience is completely miserable? But I get to come back, though, if, yeah. if I'm guaranteed to come back. But it's terrible, and now you have, like... They're only into really aggressive butt stuff. I mean, that would be awful. <laughs> that would not... You come, you right come back, and you have no more anal control. <laughs> oh, it's like a drawstring that lost all its it elasticity. It just is gone, man. If something hits it, it's just gone. It's just... It's Virginia like, pats me on the back. Yeah, you have, you have no more O-ring. <laughs> it's gone. They took it. That's the only side effect. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. You just and, and I better humanity, huh? And I better humanity by going on this trip. No, oh yeah, you haven't done anything. Your your ass makes them so happy. Uh, yeah, they're at peace with us. You gave the ultimate price. In fact, I, people start freaking out because they think the aliens are collecting human <laughs> O rings. Yeah. They've got, you know, that, that's that's what they're just fascinated by. You know, we collect weird things. They collect, uh, you know, human bungholes. People wake up and their buttholes are gone. Yes. <laughs> then people start freaking out that they don't want the aliens to come and take their buttholes. Oh, this isn't the important question. But when I come back, does yeah. do, do we no as, butthole. as a... <laughs> <laughs> But we could get you some real None. sweet adult diapers. What I'm saying is when I come back, are my every, every time you walk, it whistles. Are my efforts, do they help the human species at all? Is it, was it for nothing? 
Yeah, all you found out is that aliens love buttholes. <laughs> and then no one would believe me anyway. <laughs> I don't know. This deal's getting worse all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. So you just don't want to get taken away? All right, I think I'm going to bounce out. You made it very unsexy. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how I had it in my head. Yeah, I don't want to live out the rest of my days without a butthole. <laughs> That's not cool. Yeah. That doesn't help humanity. I mean, I don't need it all the time, but when I do need my butthole, I need my butthole. It's, oh, it's you, one you of those things. There's a lot of things on your body that you just take for granted. Yes. <laughs> it's, back there, it's, it's back there doing the work in on fact, its own. Fact, we got so many <laughs> stupid, dumb days of recognition. When are we going to get a butthole day? The butthole is really kind of like the moon or the sun. It just kind of just does its thing. It does, and you never think about it. And honestly, imagine if just one day, like, everyone's butthole got together and said, you know what? I'm walking out. I quit this bitch. You're right. And everyone's asshole just quit on them. Oh, how life would change. <laughs> and not for the better. It would be the top news story tonight. It would be top trending, and I think at the beginning of the end. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's the beginning of your end. <laughs> the beginning of all of our ends. They'd be going to world leaders and seeing the reaction, like Joe Biden, how he feels without his butthole. Oh my god! Oh, wow. Just, oh, the yeah. older you are, the more oh. you just—I mean, it just loose. You probably just think it's age, and just like that, you'd <laughs> be like, oh. and just like that, the butthole got political. <laughs> it does, but everyone's got them. You know, they—they right. they don't know a political party, man. They don't know. I love the Atoll Vodka, guys. Tristan and Weston are amazing. They have taken this delicious vodka product and infused it with citrus. It tastes so good. Crisp citrus finish on a deliciously smooth vodka. And they give back a portion of proceeds to autism charities right here locally. I love Tristan and Weston. They're great guys with a great vodka. You're going to love it, too. Go order some and have it shipped right to your house. Go to mashandgrape.com today. Uh, Jesse said, here's another show maybe I'll be interested in. It's called Full Swing. And yes, Virginia, it's on Netflix. Okay. I've only watched one episode so far, but the series follows a few pro golfers on and off the course, and it's going to dig into the new Saudi league, the Live Golf. In the first episode, there are a few shots on uh, South Florida. Seems like a pretty cool series, so I thought I'd toss it out there as an option. Now that Kevin has entered into his binge-watching season. It's been in the top trending on Netflix. Okay. I almost watched it the other day because I thought someone else had emailed us about it, saying it was very good. Yeah, I think so. I think we had heard about it. I, I would definitely have to check that out. Because, yeah, I mean, we got a lot of golf stuff going on. Honda Classic kicks off today. You guys going out to that? I don't think we're going to be able to go this year. Yeah, we got, unfortunately, a full weekend, and I don't think it's going to happen. It's Queen's birthday on Sunday. Oh! Yeah. You going to be doing that? That robot poem? Yeah. There you, <laughs> you, should, you should yeah. give it to her. Do a chat you GPT. Play, you should read it to her and then record her reaction. I, d- I don't even know if she'd sit there long enough for me to read oh, it. That's <laughs> even funnier. She gets to believe. Fuck this. You could turn that into yeah. a how long would it take? <laughs> yeah. How long will it take for her to get up? She signs out like Richard Belzer. Fuck you, I'm sure it's like a 10-page t- poem, and I just see how long before she taps out. I think she'd probably be out in the second line. That would be such a <laughs> funny experience. Oh, She's please gone do quick, that. Yeah. She's got quick. She'd, I, I would even start. She'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> just stop. Don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, so and I saw something yesterday, and I don't understand what the hell is going on. Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy were at Palm Beach State yesterday. They were announcing that they are co-founders of Tomorrow Sports, T-M-R-W. And the concept is it will feature six teams of three PGA Tour players squaring off in a match play on a data-driven virtual course. It sounds like Top Golf or something, right? Yeah. It includes a short game complex for chipping and putting. 
and it includes six players currently ranked 10th or better in the world, plus Tiger Woods will be a part of it to, you know, get people interested in it. It'll play on Monday nights. It'll only take two hours with in-arena fans all very close to the action. I mean, really, that sounds like that's what this is, right? If you did stadium seating around a Top Golf or a Drive Shack, and Tiger Woods, keep in mind, he's getting ready to open up that putt-putt place. And Delray's got the one in Port St. Lucie, too, and they're opening up all over. So maybe this ties into that. Huh. It sounds like, yeah, they're kind of changing the whole format of golf. Because think about it now. You know, golfers are walking all over the place, which Tiger can't do. That might be the incentive for him. And then, you know, people are so freaking lazy, they probably don't want to walk, walk 18 holes. If y'all want to get with that putt-putt, hit up this butt-butt. <laughs> well, uh, Saturday at Monroe's, they're doing a putt-putt challenge, and if we get a hole-in-one, I think Little Smiles gets like $25,000. Where's this at? Monroe's. And what kind of hole-in-one is it? The strip club. No, I know the strip club. What kind of? It's putt-putt. All right. <laughs> the putt, the, the hole is not the hole. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they didn't, like, sit somebody down and make her spread. Well, I don't know. I remember you telling me a story about how one woman... B- Sprung out of cooter ball. Cooter ball. Cooter ball yeah, is real. So, ping pong balls out of that was real. How dare I think, Kevin? They might do butt putt. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty crazy. Yeah. So they're talking about they need a ten-acre complex, and somehow Palm Beach State's tied into this. It sounds like maybe it'd be a televised deal, and I don't know. Maybe they're looking for land right around there. I. I Sounds to me like it might be built in Palm Beach County. That's right for Palm Beach State. Yeah. They say there'd be 15 matches in the regular season, followed by semifinals and a final. And Palm Beach State students would benefit. They would have everything from internships and initiatives. And uh, they would uh, benefit students in technology, hospitality, and administrative services. So, Hmm. like I said, I don't really understand it, but I think that's what it is. But, no, no, it could be interesting. It's a video game. Yeah, I, like I said, I think it's going to be like a top golf. Yeah. Is it a video but game, K? It's going to be like your best golfers in the world playing top golf. And they just golf, but they have a real club, not a Nintendo yeah, thing. It, cause, yeah, if you go to Top Golf or Drive Shack, you use a real regular club. golf ball, real club, and it has a tracker inside the ball, and then it's a simulated course. So it looks like, and that's the cool thing about it. You can play, like you could play PJ National, or you could play. Gotcha. The master's course, you know, things like that. So it'll be on Netflix. Can I get that? I don't know about. Yeah. (laughs) Netflix is the other golf show. (laughs) Uh, And Gabriel wanted to know as we were asking about the price for tickets for the Savannah Bananas 25 bucks. And somebody else was asking how to get on the wait list. Go to the Savannah Bananas website and you'll see where they do the away games and the tour. And then just uh, sign up, put your email address in there. That's what I did at least. Um, I didn't get tickets this year, but for next year, hopefully when the bananas come to the ballpark at the Palm Beaches, you'll get an email offering you to buy tickets. I bet you see that go that price go up, too. I bet it goes up to 35 Maybe, but I think that's how they sold it to people, was it's mm-hmm. affordable for the family. That's part of their, I, I think it's kind of a, a big part of their mission statement, is they right. want affordable family entertainment. And uh, this guy is pretty good at marketing, and so okay. You I can't portray everything it. you built it on right. if that's what you built it on. Okay, mm-hmm. Disney World. You can go up a little bit, but I don't know. Now, 
But uh, yeah, here, here look. Pick up a little bit. I hope I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. Look, I, I, I'm hearing great things about this program. Mm-hmm. And a, a quick note here from Ryan. He said, um, here is the article. If you hadn't seen it already, Tom Brady was anonymously going into a Tampa Humane Society with his three kids every week throughout the entire season to volunteer, um, taking care of the animals and working on the facilities. What a great way to bond with your kids while also teaching them a valuable lesson to give back to your community. Really puts a hole in Virginia's story about him being an absentee father. Dang. First day back, they're coming for you. I never said he was an absentee father, you ass wipe. <laughs> I said he promised his fucking wife that he was going to retire from football. He got his wife all excited. He got his kids all excited. We're all going to have daddy. And then two weeks after he retired, he unretired. That's a dick move. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was still present for his kids, but you can't make a promise like that to your kids and your wife and then renege on it so quickly. Yeah. So quickly. Gina's holding her ground. I never what? said absentee father. You can keep on trying to put words in my mouth, you motherfuckers. I didn't say that. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. All right, well, if you want to come for Virginia or anybody else, <laughs> you can send us the emails, mail at kvjshow.com. I need to go sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you so exa- I can hear it towards the yeah. end. You're on the ropes towards the end. I'm dying. I only had about four hours of sleep last and night. The good news is you only got one more day, Virginia, and then you get another weekend to Woo-hoo! rest and party. And, oh, you'll yeah. party your ass off this yeah. weekend. Uh-huh. So be wine and food fast. That's I told right. You, I yeah. told you she's going to do another activity. I know. Crazy. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see you back here on Friday.